0: The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad Podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I wanna take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents, and that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor and Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down and they learn how to do it themselves and parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the promo code THEAUTISMDAD to save 10%. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski and uh, it's been a couple of weeks, right? I've been off for the last two weeks. Uh, Everything is great, just upgrading the studio space that I was in and uh, had some equipment issues i had to replace my computer and uh, some software changes and things like that took a minute to get acclimated to that but we're back and today my guest is sam mitchell and he is the creator owner host voice editor and ceo of autism rocks and rolls i believe you're 19 now sam yep Uh uh-huh yep uh it's really nice to meet you i'm i'm excited to uh to learn all about what you're doing and all of your accomplishments and the cool things that you're doing for the community so thank you for taking the time to come on the show
1: of course, man. Thanks for allowing me to come on. I mean, I know we kind of connected. You were on one of the you were one of the top podcasts on a Feedspot blog. Oh.
0: I didn't know that. Thank you.
1: I didn't know that either, believe it or not. I I I just found like found out like mental health and then I'm sure enough, I find myself on there too.
0: Oh, congratulations. That's good, right?
1: And I was unbeknownst oh. to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check Thank that out.
1: You. It was uh number forty five, I think.
0: Cool. Nicely done. So, um, tell me a little bit about autism, rocks and rules. Like what, it, what is that about? What are you trying to do? And, uh, let everybody kind of know what that is.
1: Yeah, no problem. So what, what it is to me is really, it's about autism, obviously, and how we cope with daily struggles. You may or may not understand. And I'll just read you the you the full mission to tell you what it's about sure the mission of autism rocks and rolls is to take the stigma off of autism and other conditions that may think are disabilities people on the spectrum are not broken and do not need to be fixed those who have conditions or abilities do not need to be pitied there's nothing to be sorry about but it also wants to help parents understand that the diagnosis of autism does not have to be the dreaded news and you can probably understand that from a parent's perspective mm-hmm. show the positive side of autism in the world that instead of excluding stereotyping and masking assumptions is all bad, we need to accept, see, and tap into abilities rather than point out what people cannot do. And celebrate and showcase the success of all people. Every human being has something to offer. We also want to assist other entrepreneurs in and out of podcasting world to take the step to start their own business and to show with hard work and motivation that anything is possible. And recognize that there is no normal and that is simply not fair to society or for society or rather anybody to determine that.
0: That's very cool, man. How how long have you been doing that?
1: Uh, since October twenty nineteen.
0: Oh, all right, cool. So what inspired you to get that started?
1: Um, after I joined my high school's media club and I decided that the only way to continue my media skills was to start my own podcast. And mm-hmm. that's what happened. I had to start my own podcast, Autism Rocks and Rolls, because I use this I want to use this platform to help in some way, shape, or form. And that's what I'm trying to do to this day.
0: Very cool. Well, I I appreciate that because as a parent, I do my best to try and guide my three autistic kids uh, through life. And a lot of times it's guesswork for me because I I don't know what it's like personally. And it's incredibly helpful for uh, people in your position to, to openly discuss and talk about and help us to better understand our kids. So as a parent, I really, really, really appreciate what you do.
1: Thank you. I mean, I try, I think I'm doing all right myself or at least the best I can, can do. And let me see, you know, that I'm on the right track at least.
0: Yeah. I think you're doing really well, man. Like you've, you've got how, how, um, how many episodes have you recorded?
1: Uh, well, the new one just came out today. Oh. Um, 53.
0: Wow. Very cool. How long, how long have you been, um, doing that?
1: That's. Also since October, 2019. I mean, I can't give you the exact date right. when the first episode came out. You have to look on it yourself. Okay. So but when I started, it was like October, 2019.
0: Okay. Have you had any really favorite guests that have come on or like your favorite interviews?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I can tell you that. Um, my mother isn't, fortunately cannot make it. She's a teacher, but one of her favorites and she loves this person. I mean, we always joke around. It's kind of funny. I mean, I like her. I think she's an amazing person. But I think moms is a little obsessed with her sometimes. <laughs> um, she loves um, Temple Grandin, the biggest autistic advocate alive. Yeah, and she has changed the agricultural world in so many ways.
0: And you had her, you had her on as a guest. Uh
1: huh. Yes, sir. Wow,
0: that's awesome. What were you gonna say for you though? Your
1: um, my favorite. I it's a tie, honestly, between two. Okay. Um, my the first one is one of my favorite pro wrestlers of all time. Mick Foley holy cow I've had the honor of having him with the sock puppet and that guy one of the most humble people alive and he's pretty cool I mean he has a son of the spectrum and he's still so humble I mean he played mankind all these wackadoodle characters yeah but there's a great guy under there I didn't realize and I've he... also had James Durrell who's the fourth runner up of the 2011 American Idol season yeah he has autism but also Tourette's
0: yeah I remember him Nick Fo- that's really cool, man. Like, Those are my two. Yeah, Nick Foley. When I was in college, we used to have parties where we would watch wrestling, like uh, WrestleMania or like Monday Night Raw back when, I don't know, it's changed a lot since then. But uh, Nick Foley was one of my favorites. That's really cool, man.
1: Oh, yeah. But you're the old guy. I love wrestling. I've studied that. Like, I'm a big, like... I like the attitude era. That's probably one of my favorite eras, like from the 19, uh, nah, 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 nah. I would say 97 to like the 2000s. That's probably my favorite era, but I still watch it. I mean, I loved wrestling since I was six, man. I, I promise you I have.
0: <laughs> I believe you. So what is being autistic like for you?
1: What it's like to be autistic? You know, I've asked that people on my podcast too. I like, What does having autism or what does having your disability mean to you? So this is the first time answering one of my own questions. And I would say for me, it just means living life like or trying to live like any other average male or female, just in a different way.
0: Yeah, that's a great answer, man. It's a great answer. What do you feel is the most important thing that parents of like newly diagnosed kids? Um, what What is the most important thing that you, you feel they should know?
1: Easy. It's not a death sentence. It doesn't mean that your child will not succeed. That doesn't mean autism, oh, well, to succeed is going down the toilet. Uh, that's not true. Not true at all. They they can succeed. I mean, granted, they may have to live here for the rest of the life. They have to cook their meals for the rest of the life. I don't know. But if you find the right thing for them, they will become the best at that. I mean, he may not be able to cook a sausage patty, but he may be the best player at baseball.
0: Very cool. Yeah, when I um one of the things that I learned early on, my oldest is 21. Uh so he's a little bit older than you. He was diagnosed in 2005. It was really scary for me because I, back then there wasn't as much um education and awareness that was going on and and so I had to learn that you're absolutely right, it isn't a death sentence. Um you know, he has he has some challenges that he deals with. Uh, but he deals with them and he contributes to the world. He is amazing and brilliant. And um, he just, he brings so much light into my life. I wouldn't change him for anything. My other two, I became, I, I was more prepared. I think I had a better understanding, but I think it's important that everybody understands too, that everybody who's diagnosed with autism is different and they're unique and they're not, uh, it's not like a cookie cutter diagnosis. It's not all all people who are on the autistic uh, autism spectrum are not the same. They're just as unique as everybody else, and they have their likes and their dislikes.
1: Oh yeah, and, and there's also different challenges. Yeah,
0: well. that's it's so true, man. Like there there are kids uh, who who have more challenges than others, and it can be overwhelming as a parent. It can be scary as a parent because we worry about, um, our kids' future. But when we have someone like you advocating and being supportive and helping us to better understand what our kids are going through and how we can help them and how we can have a more positive outlook on things, that's, that makes such a difference. Have you found that, that, uh, parents have been very receptive to your message?
1: Um, I would say yeah, actually yes, big time. I would say that my community has barely supported, even though you're not on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. But what I find kind of fascinating about this is or this podcast that I make is sometimes it gets to help people that even not on the spectrum, Mm -hmm. you know. For example, I I tackled an episode about anxiety. Okay. Oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it. Someone who interviewed me for the IDS, which stands for the Indiana Daily Mm -hmm. Student. She doesn't have autism, but she said she has really bad anxiety and that really helped her. So that really like popped my mind up. Like, whoa, Nellie, I'm helping someone else who isn't even on the spectrum because I'm trying to, I want this to be a podcast for everyone, not just, you know, autistics only, you're out of the club, basically. No, not that. It's not that to me at all. It's like, you're in, you're in. Yeah,
0: and and I think it's important that we we recognize that everybody brings something to the table. Even if like for myself who I'm not autistic um, I can help to bridge those gaps between the autistic community and parents, right? Like I, I can help uh, my kids to grow up happy and healthy and reach whatever potential they can be and, and do positive things for the world. Right. And, and, and just because we're neurologically different, or we see things differently or we think differently doesn't mean we can't be teammates. doesn't mean that we can't all be fighting the same fight and, and trying to bring positive things to the world.
1: I agree with that.
0: What, uh, I'm just curious is, is, is somebody else who, who does podcasts? Like what, what is your favorite part about podcasting?
1: Probably the least favorite thing for podcasters. Favorite thing is the editing. I'm the, I'm the odd duck out, I guess what you can call it. And I'm the, I'm the editor. I mean, I love editing. I mean, it makes so much sense to me, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm I want to learn more about the me- editing process and the little sliding up the roadcaster and all that jazz. I had the actually a honor, a privilege of doing that. I'm going to an internship with someone named Skip Daly, and he, my friend, during a rival during a pro local pro wrestling show, I got to help with like raise with the music, cool. with the theme songs of that local pro wrestling show. Cool. And while I was there, I had the honor of meeting and interviewing the latest episode that came out today, which was Al Snow.
0: Wow. So what do you use uh what do you use to record?
1: I use Audacity. There's like a little record tab mm-hmm. and I just hit record.
0: Cool. And do you edit in Audacity too?
1: Yep. I do the I edit all the ums, the ands, the dead spaces. Oh yeah. To me it just to me they sound better. It yeah. It just sounds so much more better than when you're just leaving that. Dead space. nasty.
0: Yeah. You got to kind of, kind of um, help it flow a little bit. I, I do all my own editing as well. And it took me a while to kind of wrap my head around it. I use uh, Adobe audition uh, because I, I just had it available and I try and I do the same thing. I go through, like I'll, I'll listen to it. And as I'm listening to it in the editor, I'll, I'll make the edits that I need to do. And then once I get all the way through it again, then I'll listen to it after I've edited it and make sure that it sounds good, you know, and like I'm happy with it. I'm really weird when it comes to audio. I like it to be as as good as I can possibly get it, but that's cool that you like the editing thing. A lot of people don't like the editing. I happen to like the editing part. That's one of my favorite parts. I don't know. A lot of people outsource it.
1: All right. So we are the two odd ducks. So that makes me feel better that there's someone else out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're on the same page with that I, I like, I like kind of having control over the outcome of what it sounds like. So I can like be proud of whatever I'm putting out there. Cause I know that I, I put the work in and I, and I did it. How long does it take you? Like when you record an episode, like how long are your episodes normally? And then how long does it take you to edit them?
1: It depends on the variety. It depends on the circumstances. I mean, sometimes Mick Foley had to give us like a deadline. He said, we have 30 minutes, bam. And I'm like, okay, we can work with that. And Al Snow, who came out today, said, we only have 45 minutes. That's the deadline. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we can work with that. And then some said, you know, I just want to watch the Super Bowl. So it all depends on that. But some will stay. And I interviews, I try to make it a, a little over an hour, but not too mm-hmm. much. That's just how I roll. Yeah. But they usually go from 30 minutes to a little bit over an hour.
0: If you have an hour episode recorded, how long does that take you to edit to where you're happy with it?
1: 30 minutes to an hour also. I would, that would be my guess. I mean, I can't really tell you that because I, I don't time myself on one, because I'm so, you can probably understand this from a, as a yep. parent. Sometimes we ask people to get so focused on something and we're not thinking about something else. So you I'm get not, kind of I lost not even in thinking about the process. About yeah, the time, honestly. I'm focusing on that editing.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I get, I get that. Mine takes me, gosh, I can spend way too much time editing. I can get lost in editing because I can get really, uh, picky about things and I'll, and I'll go through until I'm happy with it. And I'm trying to let go of that a little bit so that I can expedite the process and, and make it a little more, uh, fun for me rather than, you know, overwhelming and frustrating. What are your plans for the future? Like, what do you see yourself doing, uh, going forward? Where do you want to see autism rocks and rolls go? Is is there like an ultimate goal? Use the code THEAUTISMDAD at checkout to save 50% off the monthly membership, plus get a free one-on-one session as well as access to the Tantrums and Meltdown mini course. This is a limited time offer, so act now.
1: Well, I guess you could say for personal future plans, I'll just tell you both to make it easier. Sure. I'm going to Ivy Tech right now for media or entrepreneurship. Cool. And the second thing um, for podcast goals is you really need to ask me in a five years. I always tell people this because... The way I'm approaching this podcast is I decided to take it one day at a time. And I'll honestly, this could lead me to something big. Let's go back to a hobby. I mean, now it's a business, obviously, Right. but I don't know where it's going to take me. I mean, you'll just have to talk to me in five years and we'll, we'll, we'll see where we are.
0: So do you have any advice for other people, whether they're autistic or not, who want to maybe get a podcast started?
1: If you have an idea for a podcast, go for it. I mean, that's the first thing because your idea may stand out and it may be the right time. I mean, here's a perfect example. I didn't, when COVID struck, heck, I'll be honest with you. I didn't couldn't believe the ideas that podcast came up. There were some ideas that are pretty darn well, and they got a lot of hits because it was the right time, I think, in my opinion. So they probably had the idea and it worked well. So also figure out the timing a little, but if it's your idea, Mm -hmm. go for it and make it your own.
0: Very cool. That's really good advice, man. Do you have um, any advice for other autistic people out there who may be just maybe having a difficult time, or maybe frustrated with all of this insanity that's going on around us right now with COVID and and everything else?
1: Um, well, sure. There's a couple things I guess you can go with. First of all, you're not gonna die, hopefully, from your struggles. But second, you know, embrace the struggle a little bit because at the end of the day, it kind of makes you a stronger and better person. That's, that's
0: really good advice. Kind of lean into it and kind of the, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger kind of thing. Yep. So, uh, you mentioned that your mom is a teacher. Does she, do you guys kind of work as a team on this? She, she sounds like she's very supportive.
1: Oh yeah. She's a very supportive mother. I mean, like every family, we all have our struggles and we do clash heads. I mean, every family does sometimes, but at the end of the day, we do, have it we do definitely support each other and we definitely are hard workers as well I will definitely say well that. I've,
0: I've yeah I've seen that already uh you're a very hard worker and you have accomplished so much in such a short period of time I am thrilled to have had you as a guest i'm I'm so grateful that you were willing to share as freely and openly as you are uh your positive role model you do motive do you do you do motivational speaking too?
1: Well, I did a TED Talk called Sold Structure. However, the good news is I am taking a public speaking course as of right now in Ivy Tech. And I'm reading a book also. And that leads me to do some uh, mock speeches.
0: Cool. What are you going to do next? Like you're doing so much. Is there something else you want to try out or or do?
1: The speaking a lot, really. I mean, I have a couple and um, I have one next month. I'm going to speak to some nurses and doctors. And then in uh, February, uh, let me think, either January, 2022 or February, 2022, I can't remember which one, I think February, but I'm going to Broken Arrows, Oklahoma, and speaking at the World National Autism Conference. Wow. I was invited there.
0: Congratulations. That's, that's really cool, man.
1: Well, of course. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. How can people find you? If they want to connect or find your podcast, uh, what's the best way they can do that?
1: So they could find me on Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, LinkedIn, Stitcher. Wow. Pandora, iHeart, Listen Notes, LinkedIn—basically all the major media platforms.
0: Okay. Very cool. Do you have a website?
1: Uh, yeah, it's called AutismRotsAndRolls com. That's probably the home base. Really, that is everything from like my sponsorships to my episodes to the get to the guest I've been on. And we'll probably put yours on there too. Cool.
0: Very cool, man. I'm very impressed with everything that you have done for any 19 year old to, to do all this is amazing, man. Like I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show and, and talk uh, about all the stuff that you're doing. Cause I, I feel like I have a lot that I can learn from you. There might be some guests that I've had in the past. That would be a really good fit for your show. If you're interested, I can pass some of that information along. Like we help each other, right? Like I can learn from you. You could learn from me. We can bring information to people who need information.
1: Exactly. I would agree with that too. The better, the more we help each other, we just upgrade each other. And that's the be- most beautiful part of life. In my opinion.
0: I like it. I like it. Before we bring this to a close, I just, you know, I want to say again, thank you for, uh, all of your time and for being who you are and for, uh, being willing to come on here and talk to me. Like I, I, that this, this has been a really cool experience for me. I'm going to, uh, check out your latest episode today. I'll have all of, uh, Sam's information in the show notes so that you guys, uh, it's easy to to remember. It's just autism rocks and rolls. And, but you can just click a link, you know, it's easier sometimes, please tell your mom that I said, hi, uh, and thank you for being a teacher. Absolutely. Thank you for being a teacher. Cause that's a really important job. I will. Yeah.
1: cause I, I couldn't be a teacher. That says something to you.
0: <laughs> All right. So it's Friday as we're recording this. So have a great weekend and we'll be in touch.
1: All right, man. Take care now.
0: You too. Before I close things out today, I just want to say thank you, to Sam, for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, Thank you for talking to us about Autism Rocks and Rolls. Thank you for being such a good role model and an advocate and uh, for sharing so openly and honestly. I I really appreciate it uh, on a number of levels. I, I look forward to seeing all the amazing things that you're going to do. And it's uh, anything I can ever do to help you, man. All you got to do is call and, and we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, you can find Sam at autismrocksandrolls.com. All of his links will be in the show notes below. Check out his podcast. Make sure you subscribe. He's had some amazing guests on there. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Sam. I really appreciate it. As for me, you can find me at theautismdad.com. All of my links are at the top of the page. You can listen to, subscribe, and review this podcast in mean, one of your favorite podcast listening apps. I really appreciate that. And uh outside of that, you guys have a have a great week and I'll talk to you next Monday. All right, see you bye.